Hi, everybody. It is Renee and Dee here today, and we are going to be talking once again. I love to talk with Dee. She has so many great recipes, and if you have not uh, signed up to join her recipes group, all you have to do is type in the word yes or recipe, and we will send you a link on Facebook Messenger, and you can join Dee's uh, Facebook group for recipes. It's amazing. So, Dee, how are you today? I am wonderful. The uh, sun is shining here in Alberta, Canada. Still uh, minus three, but uh, the temperature is starting to climb a little bit, so spring's on its way. Oh wow, that's that's amazing. Well, I'm I'm here in not so sunny California. It's been pouring rain, but um, the temperatures are definitely a little different in the 60s. But um, <laughs> all right, Dee is broadcasting from her um, office at Red Save a uh, Red Cliff Pharmacy in Medicine Hat, Alberta. And um, I'm here in Las Gatas, California. So if you are logging on and you are just joining us, would you please send us your likes, your hearts, send us all your love and share this broadcast so that other people get on live with us. And, and one of the things we can do if Dee is open to it, um, and I didn't even ask her this before the broadcast, but we can actually invite some guests on a little bit later in our show and they can, uh, you know, be on camera and ask us some questions. Are, are you good with that? Sure. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll put a link out there. Um, I think I can put a link out there. Yikes. I don't know if I can put a link out there. I'll try because um, it would be fun to have some people um, join us on this broadcast. All right. So Dee and I are going to talk about volumizing. And um, one of the things that I think I know that with my clients and, and Dee, you can tell me about yours, but, you know, I'll have clients that come in and say, oh, I don't need to journal because I eat the same thing every single day. Well, guess what? If you're eating the same thing every single day, what is maintenance going to look like for you? Because by the time you hit your goal weight, you're going to be like, I have eaten chicken and broccoli so many times. I need pizza, ice cream, and who knows what else. So right. what, then you hear you know, the comment. T tell us what your thoughts are on that, D. Well, I agree with you. I um, often get the feedback of the comment, if I see another salad, well, you know what? You shouldn't only be eating salad in phase one. And we're going to always revisit our little rule is that by the end of the week, we want to see 10 different veggies and at least four to five different colors. That's our goal. That's our aim at the end of the week. And so if you need ideas, um, whether it's simple preparation or a little more, bit more elaborate, we're here to help you do that. We're here to help give you ideas, um, prep and planning and executing those ideas so that we're meeting those goals. Because these veggies, this is the foundation. Phase one is the foundation for lifelong vegetable consumption. They need to become an everyday habit. Just you're going to eat them without thinking about them eventually. So that's our goal. Absolutely. 
Um, so again, if you guys are just joining us, we're going to be talking about volumizing your food, ways to um, try new vegetables, to have that, you know, I know for me, uh, I was an overeater. So um, if you haven't uh, seen me before, I used to weigh 200 pounds and I've done that three times in my life. I've had to lose 65 pounds three times in my life. And I was a big overeater. Like I could do, you know, three bean and cheese burritos and a pintos and cheese at 1 a.m. And that was like my go-to snack. So um, <laughs> D, D has lost over 100 pounds. Tell us what your go-to was, D. Oh, geez. You know what? I was even an overeater of the most healthy food. So even my husband would make comments to me. I would sit down at supper time and, you know, eat the whole bowl of salad. And he would say to me, like, where are you putting that? So it was um, it was definitely um, binging. And uh, I did a binge and almost like a starve cycle. Right. So I was always all or nothing. But when I was all it was. It was all of everything. I couldn't have, if I had a chocolate bar in my house, if there was four chocolate bars in my house, by the end of the day, I would have eaten those four. Um, and, you know, be horrified about it because I, I wouldn't let my kids do that. I wouldn't ever tell somebody else to do it, yet I was doing things like this. Or, you know what, okay, I'm, I'm going to cut back. And so from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m., I'm just going to drink the pot of coffee and not have any food at all. And then all of a sudden... <laughs> At four o'clock, when you're starting to think about what am I going to make my family for supper, I was eating supper while making supper and then sitting down and eating again. And there is, I mean, I could probably write a whole book about bad habits because I've probably had them all at one time, all the way from, and, and I do, I call, you know, in high school, I went through a phase where I wanted to be skinny like my sister. I wanted to fit her jeans. And so I would drink Diet Coke all day and chew cinnamon gum and then I would drink Pepto-Bismol before going to a volleyball game because my stomach hurt so bad and yet I had to execute sports right so really terrible if you take a look at you know where where your bad habits come from you might be surprised at how far back they really go mine went kind of far away um, so it is definitely it's a journey to redevelop good habits and it's not enough to know what to do we have to do what we know what to do so it's a journey yeah. wow yeah that yeah. those are yeah yeah i i could go on and on to my my yeah. thing is candy but um all right so if you want to join us on the broadcast and you have some questions for us you can use chrome browser i put a link in the comment section and um you can join us if you are too shy to join us then just tell us where you're from, say hello, share the broadcast. And today, um, like I said, if you want to uh, be a part of Dee's Recipes group, I know it's over a thousand members now. Um, all you have to do is type in the word recipe or yes, and you will get a message in your Facebook Messenger. All right, Dee, let's talk about ways to volumize your food so you have that nice big hearty plate but it's filled with things that fit within your parameters for phase one yes 
Yes, I am a big fan of bulking up almost any ideal protein product. And I want to make it really clear that you do not have to. If you prefer to have the packets just on their own, nothing wrong with that. I'm a very visual person though, and I really love presentation. And so if it looks like more to me, I automatically think I'm going to be more satisfied. So I am always thinking of ways to make more volume in my food, whether it's in my oatmeal or in my eggs or in my soups or, you know, whether it's um, adding stewed chayote or rhubarb to those items. Um, we have many different ways to bulk up our food. Um, now, if you if that sounds appealing to you and you're not too sure how to do it, ask. Just ask your coach, ask us, and we'll do the best that we can to help. So let's say that, you know, you tell me, well, I'm always really hungry in the morning. I just, I can't make it to lunch without, without needing a, a snack. And then by, you know, afternoon, I'm out of snacks. What can we do? Let's talk about that. Should we make some bulk up our pancakes? Should we add an extra egg or an egg white? Should we add some vegetables to those pancakes? Should we make potato pancakes? Should we add some zucchini to those pancakes? Um, oatmeal is one of my favorite because you can make oatmeal pancakes. You can make oatmeal cake, muffins, cookies, add all a variety of vegetables to those as well. One of my favorite things to do to oatmeal is simply add one cup of stewed rhubarb or chayote to the hot oatmeal and it makes that entire cereal bowl full of um, really filling, hearty, it's warm, it's satisfying, it sticks with you. Um, those types of things to make our food be more satisfying and last a little bit longer. Um, seasonings to those foods add fantastic aroma and it also gives you the feeling, a more satiated feeling um, when it has wonderful smells coming from it. So, and, and we can get, we can, yeah, and we can get specific. So if there is something specific, um, ask away and we will do our best to give you some ideas on how to, how to bulk them up make them appealing. Yeah, one of one of the things so um, one of the things I do is I feel like I I never learned to cook. I went to boarding school and then after boarding school I went to college and then after college I started living on my own and that's when I really started gaining weight. I actually was thin um, up until after college and when I started my first business and and just you know kind of got in the groove of uh having fun and partying with my friends and staying out late so that's when i gained my first 65 pounds and kind of between the ages of 22 and 25. so um i don't you know i i go on my youtube channel and I make videos because I think that we all need to understand and, and a lot of my clients tell me, well, I don't cook or I don't know how to cook or I eat out with my husband all the time. So number one, we're gonna save you a ton of money if you eat out all the time. And um, secondly, there's little things to learn and and I've learned them on my own because over time I knew if I wanted to maintain my weight, I had to learn to cook the basics. So I make basic stir fries. I thought since I was gonna get on with D 
And I know she's got all these rhubarb and chayote squash recipes that I would do that. So last night I got the Instant Pot out and threw the rhubarb in there. And you can look on the YouTube channel and it, it, it's so easy. You throw it all in there and walk away and then pretty soon it's done. And you throw it in the blender and puree it. Easiest thing ever. And um, so tell us, Dee, I know you have certain ways of packaging things up so that they are done in meal prep format so they're easy to get to. So I just stuck mine in containers in the fridge, but I thought I would ask you today, like what's the easiest way to store all of this so I can easily use it every day? Well, my favorite with um, anything that we stew down to use in recipes, I love to freeze them. I love in ice cube trays, portion them and freeze them. So that you know, if you say you started with six cups of rhubarb, um, and then once your Instapot was done, then you can, whatever is left over, you're still going to divide six ways because you started with six servings then we're still going to divide six ways. Um, rhubarb is, is uh, you know, I love chayote, but rhubarb is a close second because there is so many amazing things that you can do with rhubarb, um, whether you're um, using it as a whole veggie, um, chopped or diced into baking, enjoying it as a side dish. But once you stew that rhubarb down, it makes the most amazing rhubarb jelly pie. It makes great smoothies. You can mix anything into that rhubarb and it tastes amazing. So um, we did a collagen infusion smoothie the other day where you can use your jello and your blue crayon um, and you're not limited um, to just, you know, the collagen products. Any drink mix that we have was is absolutely fantastic made into a smoothie with um, the rhubarb. And, so, really yeah. and, and with the collagen infusion and, and, you know, go on to D's group because they posted that. It looks incredible. And remember that in the U.S. we don't have the liquid collagen product. But if you get a powdered collagen you, mm. that has no sugar, you could use that instead. So Canada has an ideal protein product that is a, a liquid collagen format. But here's the cool thing about our collagen products it's a freebie every other day. So for those of you that need something extra, want something extra, it's great for your skin and you get that extra drink and you throw your rhubarb in it and it's like having a fourth shake. Oh, and the volume. So when we're talking about volumizing our food, when you have a cup of stewed rhubarb and you're going to blend it with any of the drink mixes, it makes usually around minimum 24 ounces of icy frothy goodness and it's it's a, a large serving and it's such a large serving that you know what maybe it's big enough that you're going to split that with a spouse or a family member and still have another food choice that you could split in half and share so it's also a way to really open up the scope of type of food that you're eating. Get lots of variety into your day as well. It's a great way to sneak yeah. that in. And, and, you know, things like, um, tell us what you do with cauliflower, because I think cauliflower is one of those things that can really volumize your plate and it can taste different every single time you make it. It, it really can. And I've seen it done um, in so many different forms. And I, of course, have my personal favorite. I, I don't like it. I like to rice cauliflower and then mm -hmm. just make, use it in stir fries or put my hot uh, meat and veggies over 
um, the cauliflower. I don't I don't like it mushy. I like it a little bit firm. It's wonderful in anything. You can also bake with um, grated cauliflower, your cauliflower stow, your kawada, however, whatever term you want to use for it. Um, great, like in a potato pancake substitute. Um, frozen grated cauliflower is absolutely delicious in a chocolate shake. And I had a protocol user say, you know, I tried this, I really liked it. And I said, I asked her, can you please throw that up on your page? And then of course I had to try it myself. And I started with small increments just to see how much can you really use before you start to taste the cauliflower um, or smell the cauliflower because sometimes um, those things turn us off a little bit too. We were willing to hide our vegetables, but we don't really want that strong taste. Um, the cauliflower in the chocolate shape was amazing. It was, it was a great, it was a great start to the morning. And again, it volumized that chocolate shake um, to the point where it was a great big 24 ounce breakfast drink. Um, it took a long time to drink and I was full, really full. And for me, that's really helpful. If I know I can have breakfast and it's going to get me all the way to lunch and I don't have to worry about what am I going to have for that mid-morning snack, especially on busy days, perfect. Yeah, that, that how much cauliflower do you end up putting in the chocolate shake? I, I pushed the limit. I tried a cup and I have to tell you, I preferred half a cup in this shape. Yeah, but half, I, yeah. I, I prefer a little less too. Yeah, yeah. yeah that I, one. I think this morning I had um, the rhubarb and I heated it and I made a rhubarb hot chocolate. Amazing. So, I have um, that way. M Melissa says um, co coconut da Vinci. Oh, okay, coconut cauliflower rice. How do you do that? How do you make coconut cauliflower rice? We um, we make a chicken satay recipe and we serve it over coconut cauliflower rice. And so we have sugar-free coconut flavored Da Vinci syrup, or you can use coconut extract and you just simply sprinkle it over your riced cauliflower um, while you're heating it through. And it takes on that coconut essence, that flavor. And um, it's, it's an amazing dish. Our chicken coconut um, chicken satay is a favorite. I think it's Melissa's favorite. <laughs> wow, I've never, that's, that's got to be next on my list. Um, do you have that recipe on, on your D's recipes? Do you have that recipe card? I do. And um, any recipes that we talk about today, once we're done, I'll go through and I'll tag them and bring them all to the top so that we can have a, a peek at them. Okay, so everybody that's on here, first of all, tell us where you're from. And um, tell us uh, if you want to be a part of Dee's recipes group. She posts all these amazing recipes and you get recipe cards that are online that you can print out. Um, all you have to do is type in either recipe or yes, and it will send the, the Facebook messenger is going to send you a link to her group to join. So let's go through and just say hi to some people here. Um, we got some a group online. There is a link in the comments section, you guys, if there's anybody that wants to join us online and ask questions, come on, be brave. Click on the link. All you have to do is use a Chrome browser and uh, wait in the lobby and we'll bring you on with us. 
So of course we have uh, Melissa. She is from also from Red Cliff Pharmaceutical, and she is the owner of the clinic that where D um, is a coach. Um, Jane uh, Pasquale says uh, hello, and Amanda Crooks. Hello, Amanda. Um, let's see, Cindy Doyle. Thank you for joining us, Cindy and Gwen Maze. Tell us where you're from, you guys. Patty is on here. And, uh, oh, Cindy is from New Orleans. All right. Uh, Darlene Taggart. We have uh, Patty's from Nebraska. And thanks, Debbie. Thanks for, thanks for following my crazy videos. Um, okay, we talked about the coconut. Oh. Here's what uh, Melissa says. She says um, uh, cauliflower rice is really good in your pudding, like a tapioca pudding. So what kind of um, recipes, D, would you include the cauliflower rice in to make like a tapioca pudding? Um, <laughs> do you want my honest answer there? Yes, I will, we will, I, will, I will have to bring you that recipe up from our Melissa's sharing page. Um, not my own personal page, and I will share it from there. Um, the word tapioca and pudding together actually kind of makes me want to go. So, oh, it's, it's, will, not <laughs> it's not your thing. So I do. I apologize. I don't have that one off the top of my head, but we can for sure share it because yes, it's not just about what I like. It's about what anybody might like. So we'll get that for you too. Okay. So Melissa says that she would join us, but she has no webcam. You don't need a webcam. Get on your mobile phone, and you can uh, join us from there. All you have to do is. It'll have you download the BeLive app and join as a guest, and I'll see you in the lobby. All right, so uh, Amanda says she's from Iowa. We have Lisa Dunn here from Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, Darlene is from Bowmanville, Ontario, Canada. Thanks for joining us. And um, Debbie's from Texas. All right, so, and oh, wait. Crystal is here, and she's from Prosser, Washington. So we got quite a group. So you guys, if you have questions, if you um, want to know more, or or you, there's a specific question you have, throw it in the comments section, or use the link online and join us. Um, okay, D. So let's talk about sharing packets with a husband and wife. Maybe you're on this protocol with your partner. How does that work? It's actually one of my favorite things to do. I'm a, a big fan of mixing packets and splitting packets. So there are some great options out there. And especially for, it doesn't matter if you are working couples on the go or staying at home. Um, recipes like overnight oatmeal, um, it requires two packets for the flavoring. You split them in half, two servings. You each have breakfast. Um, egg and veggie casseroles for breakfast. You can make two, four, six, eight servings. Uh, any breakfast, muffin, pancake, um, cake, cake. Um, we I always encourage to make multiple batches. They freeze really well. But then if you're feeding more than one of you, boom, done. You're, you're one recipe and you can choose how many portions that you need um, for the week or for a couple of days. 
things like rhubarb jelly pie. That's again, you're using your jello. So you could either split one pack with this with somebody else or, you know, again, multiple servings. So many of the recipes I design, they can be used for one serving, but a lot of the time it's for multiple servings. And that's just for when you're putting the time into making something, I always love, while I am cooking something in the oven, I like to have something going on top of the stove as well. So just like you were explaining about your Instapot, you know, you can have your rhubarb stewing down in that Instapot and, and what you're going to be enjoying with it in the oven or on the stove. I like to multitask. I like to make many meals at once to get it done and so and again that goes to that planning and, and preparing three days out is is optimal if at least for three days knowing what you're going to eat if you have trouble getting your variety of colors of vegetables and 10 vegetable choices in um, I posted an egg casserole last week it's just one small of example of what you could do with the eggs but there was seven different vegetables in that egg casserole. So you know that if you had that, a portion of that egg casserole um, for breakfast, you've already had seven different varieties of vegetables in there. Um, yes, it's only a cup at a time, but we're, we're meeting those, those small goals. The same with adding um, vegetables to your morning meal. I, I love doing that. And I love using a select vegetable for that so that you can still enjoy that unlimited list at lunch. Um, I'm a big encourager of, I do believe everybody should eat some form of lettuce every single day. So whether you're having that in a salad form, or if you're just eating a head of romaine lettuce, a leaf at a time with some salt, we're not picky on, on how you get it in. But I, I love to see the four cups plus the unlimited list put to use every day. Really important. Yeah. M Melissa always says, eat a head of lettuce every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All yeah. right, you guys. So if you're just logging on, tell us where you're from. If you want to join Dee's Recipes group, all you have to do is type in yes or recipe and Facebook uh, Messenger will send you a link to her group. Um, share this broadcast. Let other people know about this. And all right. So. Um, D, I love the fact, I, I love the thought of, of splitting packets up. So you, you put something in my head when you said, um, I could have my Instapot going with, you know, whatever that is, and then I could be baking something. So, you know, you could make a, a bread and cut that in half and only have half of it with your meal. And then you could be having, you know, another half of a packet um, in the form of something else and putting that on your bread, right? Yes. Yes. Big fan of that. So, um, again, let's use your Instapot as that. You could have a batch of amazing oatmeal breakfast cookies baking. When that rhubarb is done, you can oh. lather that breakfast cookie with a cup of stew rhubarb. Delicious. You know, wow. lunch, brunch. Um, even, you know, mid-afternoon snack. It's a great way. Um, I, other ideas that come to mind, um, and it's because I use them and I, and I like to share them in our clinic, things like soup and crackers. Um, you know, you can make IP crackers and you can make an IP soup and you can bulk it up, but you can split that soup into two and you can split those crackers into two. So you can either have 
it for two days or you know, again share it with another protocol user um things like that i love um stew and dumplings with um sometimes it can be just a vegetable stew with ip dumplings on it or a little bit of meat and veggie stew and ip dumplings again there's enough dumplings in one serving that you could happily split it with two and then you know what you could choose another packet and split it in half um for another little snack and still just be at your at your one packet volume so yeah, you um, could make um you could make tapioca pudding <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> you can <laughs> no, it's okay. It's it's the word. The, there's there's something about the word pudding that <laughs> bothers me, and I don't know what it is. But even That's as a okay. kid, I never never ate pudding. And if there was rice pudding in the fridge, ugh, like it's yeah. Oh. And other people are like, oh, so that's another thing. We yeah, can make we rice. Pudding. My mom yeah, would make we, rice pudding with cinnamon and sugar on it. It was. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> and you can, you can make IP rice pudding and we can show you how to. Um, and that's another thing, right? So we take your base pack of your vanilla pudding and we can show you how to bulk that up with some um, zero noodle rice and mm. IP maple syrup, um, in my opinion, is the kingpin of all sweeteners. There is almost nothing that it doesn't taste good in and a serving is a quarter cup it is it's such a generous serving so the chances that you're going to actually use a quarter cup of serving of, of that syrup at one time and it is great in homemade teriyaki sauces it is great on its own on fish on pancakes in baking i did it is it, it's multi-talented. It's a really multi-talented product. I, and, I agree with that. I agree with yeah. that. I, I, the other night, uh, I made uh, actually in my instant pot. I made a um, what the heck did I make? I made a, like a an Asian kind of a um, what the heck did I do? Anyway, I made this. I made this something um i can't remember it's on my it's on my youtube channel but i used a sauce i made an asian flavored sauce where i did the um apple cider vinegar i used the ideal protein maple syrup i used bragg's aminos garlic and ginger and made like a kind of almost like a sweet and sour soy soy sauce Yep. It was Sweet really yep. incredible. And then I, I put it over um, over the dish that I was making and it and it really was amazing. So I, so D, what are what are other um, things that you can think of that that help um, as we are cooking and as we are let, let's talk about how we share with our families and and how we incorporate all of this into you know so we're not making two meals all the time well i'm you know i am a true believer is that you shouldn't be making two meals um you're on a healthy lifestyle your family around you should also be on that same path and I'm not saying they have to eat exactly what you are eating. But what I am saying is your protein choice for the day and your vegetable choice, there is no reason why your family cannot be introduced to the same proteins and the same vegetable choices that you are eating. 
Now, they do say you need to taste something 10 times before you might decide that you like it or not. That is due to your taste buds regenerating every 10 days. So try, try again. So if you have picky little kids, picky teenagers, picky spouses. I, I have a picky spouse. I, I cook cauliflower, nose turns up. It doesn't matter. I'm still going to serve it. And you know what? My 17-year-old <laughs> cleans me out of a, a lot of my favorite select veggies. It's it's true. You want to serve them and you want to keep exposing them to it. Um, I often do get very concerned if a response is, well, my kids won't and don't eat that. So if you're cooking yourself a beautiful piece of salmon and a side salad and some steamed broccoli, but feeding your kids boxed chicken nuggets and boxed french fries, you're creating a food issue within your own home. Am I saying your kids can't ever have that? No, but on a day-to-day -day basis, we want to teach them and expose them to whole food choices too. It's, it, it's gravely important because by the time that they're adults, if we think we have a plethora of processed food now, I can't even imagine what they are going to be exposed to. So they need to be exposed to it. They need to see it. They need to be helping hands in the kitchen with you. Let them help you plan your menu. Ask them what they would like to pick from the grocery store. And be okay that if they pick something and then they don't eat it, that's okay. Try again. Get them involved. What looks appealing to them? Let them touch it. Let them wash it. Let them smell it. Let them lick it. Let them, you know, if they're old enough, get them food prepping. Get their hands in the sink to wash it. Get them to spin your salad. Chop your veggies. Um, get feedback from them. Um, don't fight about it. You know what? Ask them to try it. Ask them to have a bite. Um, you know what? If they say not today, Try again tomorrow. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I totally, I, I totally agree with you, Dee, because, you know, I, I, the way that I grew up. So, <laughs> I grew up vegetarian when it wasn't cool to be a vegetarian. There were no Whole Foods, there were no Trader Joe's. You know, it, it was uncool. We did it because of the religion that we practiced, and um, we ate a lot of um, gluten and soy patties that my mom made. She uh, dipped everything in egg and flour and fried it in Crisco. And then she got vegetables from a can. And by the way, we live in California. But that was, you know, how she learned to cook. And so in, in creating healthy habits, I didn't do a great job as a mom. You know, mac and cheese was easy. I ran businesses and a household and, and, you know, we, we had, you know, whatever, whatever my excuse was, we ate a lot of chicken nuggets from Costco and a lot of macaroni and cheese, which I, I can't yeah. say that I'm proud of, but um, we do have the opportunity to change those habits for our family and introduce our children to things that are new and fresh and really try the rhubarb. The rhubarb's amazing as, as Dee said. And, and okay, so I bought the chayotes. I have not, I've never ever tried a chayote in my life. They, I have four in my fridge. So watch for YouTube because I'm gonna be throwing that out there. We have a question here from um, Crystal. And Crystal, she says, uh, what do you guys think of Palmini Hearts Upon Pasta? It has one net carb per serving, and my husband found it on Shark Tank. Okay, well, go to my YouTube channel because I love 
palmini pasta. Now remember that this is an occasional vegetable. So there are in one can, I believe there are six servings. Each serving is 15 calories with a net of one carbohydrate. So you could probably do like two servings. And, and I mean, a serving size is pretty good. So what they are, D, I don't know if you've seen them yet, but it's hearts of palm uh, linguine. And I have to tell you, in fact, just before this broadcast, D and I logged on just to check our connection. I went downstairs and made a bowl of, of hearts of palm <laughs> linguine. And I put, here's what I did. So I go to Trader Joe's and I get the, um, it's called traditional marinara. It has no added sugar in it. It has no additives at all. Just, just the, you know, the um, fresh tomatoes and, and Italian herbs that they put in there. And then I added like a quarter of a cup of that and a quarter of a cup of the Walden Farms Alfredo sauce. Then I did fresh garlic and mushrooms and Italian herbs. It was spectacular. I put the, I, I, one thing about the palmini is you want to um, rinse it like for five minutes. So rinse it cold and then rinse it for a couple minutes hot, rinse it cold again. And then I'll just package it up in a container, whatever. I don't use the servings and then I'll use each serving at a different time. It has the texture of linguine. It has, it virtually takes on the taste of, of whatever sauce you're making. So it's really awesome. Talk about volumizing your food. I had, I had a pretty big plate of it. <laughs> so um, if you, if you guys have any other questions, please be sure to include them in the comments section so we get to answer them for you. And if you're watching this in the replay, of course, um, send us your questions. D and I will always answer them. Uh, if you want to belong to Dee's Facebook group for recipes, all you have to do is say either yes or recipe and just comment that in the comment section and uh, automatically Facebook Messenger will send that to you. Okay, Dee, so let's talk about um, some of the other practices of how you can feel satisfied ways that, you know, so, some of the things I hear from my clients and a lot of the things I hear online are, I'm always starving. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about if you're starving. So you're now fully in ketosis, you're past day five, you shouldn't be starving. So what are things people should be doing and looking for if they really are starving? So if you think you're really starving, the first thing that we're going to ask you to do is be diligent in your journal. There might be something sneaking in. If you are having um, excess sugar and carbs, you may be getting that insulin spike without even realizing it. It keeps you in the hunger craving cycle. So check your sweeteners. Are you using too many sweeteners? We maximize four sweeteners a day. No more. That is our recommendation. I do see some recipes floating out there that in a one serving, it exceeds four, four sweeteners in one serving. Um, if you are not sure what a serving of sweetener is, please ask, please check, and we will help you. We will help teach you how to read labels, serving sizes. Be aware that even though something is a zero, 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 the FDA can still label it zero carbs when there's really 9.999 carbs in there. 
something to be aware of. Um, once we move past that, distinguishing true hunger and cravings can be very difficult and it is very real and it can take a little while to overcome. So one of the things that comes up is if you tell me you're truly hungry, I'm going to ask you if you ate more unlimited vegetables. And if you tell me you weren't hungry for a vegetable, then you're, you're not hungry. You're craving vegetables. Vegetables will curb true hunger. Now, some keeping it simple or making it more visually appealing, that also might help curb your hunger. So while one dieter or like Melissa will happily just eat that head of romaine lettuce and that takes care of it, maybe you're a pickle person, maybe you're a cucumber person. Um, I love veggie salsa. So I take as many vegetables off the unlimited list that I can and chop them up into a salsa. Um, eat, eat them on their own, if, especially if you have some onions or hot peppers in there, it can give it a really good zing. You can add that to any salad, any vegetable. You can even slice cucumbers and add a dollop to each one. There's ways to even volumize your unlimited veggie list. So if you're feeling truly hungry, that is the first place you need to go. Um, and, and, and we also need to make sure that you really are getting in everything that you're supposed to be getting in in a day. Are you truly getting your four cups? Did you measure four cups? Did you get your four cups of select vegetable? Did you have salad and unlimited veggies on top of that? Did you weigh and measure your eight ounces of meat? Because you know what? Under eating is just as, as important as not overeating. You need to make sure you are getting your eight ounces. Your body is going to be using it. It's going to be looking for it. So let's not under eat. Did we get our three IP packets in that day? Um, if you have been prescribed more than three IP packets, that is individual to your lean mass number. It's not regular protocol. It is designed because you need it. Um, are you using your collagen products, are you getting your Jello or Blue Cran in every second day or half a serving a day if you are truly hungry? Um, 64 ounces of water, that's a minimum, not a maximum. Everybody's hydration levels are different. Do you need more hydration? And that is um, coupled with, if you are hungry, really do drink first because it's a sign of dehydration. So first line of defense, Get extra water, mangosteen, tangerine. Are you using branch chain amino acids? Um, and again, I can't speak enough to it. It's that journal. Are you writing it all down? Are you making that checklist? Did I get every single thing that I'm supposed to be getting in? My vitamins, very important um, to help satiate as well. We've taken away some items from you. We need to make sure your, your nutrients are being replaced. Your oil, your two teaspoons a day of oil. They are part of your ketosis cycle. They are good for digestion, for organ health, for elimination. Um, same with your veggies. Veggies, oil, and water, if you are having trouble, those <laughs> are your go-tos and we want to make sure that you're that you're having them. Very important. Um, so yeah, I'm 
I'm a big veggie pusher. I really am. I could, I could have my own roadside stand. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, there never should be a reason that you are hungry. And, and if you are hungry, you need to be checking, are you eating at regular intervals? Because as Dee said, if you're under eating, it's just as bad as if you're overeating. Yeah. So you can overeat ideal protein and have too many ideal protein packets and not lose weight. You can overeat your protein and your body's going to use that fat before it uses your fat. Yep. Enough. You can leave big, huge gaps in your day. You know, maybe you have your shake at seven in the morning and you don't get to, you went to a meeting. It's, it's a challenge I have here in Silicon Valley. People sit in four and five hour meetings you know, take your pre-made drink with you, take your uh, non-restricted bar with you. Um, you need to be eating every three to three and a half hours. And, and those are the things that number one will keep you satiated. And number two will keep you in ketosis and burning fat. And, and that's the whole point of, of this whole program is that that we're burning fat. Um, all right. So if you have questions, we're going to be um, we're going to be kind of closing up here in just a couple minutes. So um, throw them out to us. If uh, I guess nobody was brave enough to come on and, and ask us any real questions. <laughs> um, so, Dee, tell us um, any other volumizing tips that you have, um, any other thoughts that you have for people to keep them satiated and hydrated and burning fat like crazy so if melissa's still watching us i'm actually going to get her to bring in um cake i made some cakes i um, saw that i saw that picture today that like a real live bun cake it they and i and i just want to give you this side note too i can help you with this too if it makes a cake, it will make a muffin. If it makes a muffin, it will make a cookie. And we just might have to adjust it a little bit. So if you find a base recipe that you love, just know that you can almost turn it into any form and adding veggies. So today's example doesn't actually have added vegetables in it, but we can add vegetables to virtually any of these recipes. And so here she comes. And so she's going to show you. Hello. She's going to show you some cake today. Hard to see where we are then. Yep. Okay, so you, you got to bring it up. Bring it up. Oh, there it is. There it is. Up, up. Wow. Can you guys see what? Oh, wow. Okay. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me put me. Let me see if I can get me smaller. Whoops, wrong way. There we go. Okay, there's the cake. Bring it up. There we go. <laughs> We've been yeah. sampling it. Oh, it's going to oh, fall. Wow. Hold on. <laughs> Don't <laughs> on the computer. That looks awesome. That looks awesome, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So when you when you see when you see the the cake, um that whole entire and it's a regular size bunt pan. Okay, so how many um servings are in there, D? Six. Six servings. And Six and what servings. is what kind of cake is it? That one is actually the vanilla chai latte. Ooh, my favorite. Yeah. My favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Makes a beautiful cake. And I actually have a condensed IP glaze that I am going to put up in recipe form. Um for you all um and again it's made with um the multi-talented they're all laughing at me because i called ip syrup multi-talented but i'm <laughs> going to show you 
how you can take a regular IP packet and maple syrup and make a beautiful glaze and filling for cakes, donuts, cookies, muffins. It's awesome. And and you don't have to worry about, can I have that? Like, is it on protocol? It's all protocol. So again, that cake is a perfect example of volumizing your food. That bunt pan is a full-size bunt pan divided into, so I used six packets for the cake and one packet for the glaze. So I, I did use my box, but very often it brings us back to, there's always a special occasion. There is always something to celebrate and people are always finding an excuse to, to deviate, to go off. Well, it was my birthday or it was my husband's birthday and then it's my anniversary and then we had a wedding to go to and then we had a celebration. We can make you things to keep you on track and in a large serving size. So for me, and it's just, again, this is this is just my design. I know people love their cookies. They love their wafer cookie. Well, I'd rather have a piece, a great big piece of, you know, a sixth of that great big bun cake than I would a little package of cookies. Is it wrong to enjoy those cookies? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But for me, the visual piece of that bigger bread or cake it just automatically makes me feel more satisfied. And so for me, that's a coping technique. It's a, it's a strategy um, to satisfy my brain because our brains are really powerful, really, really, really powerful because they talk us into almost anything. So again, so making a big cake like that, I can add, you know, three cups of vegetables to that cake. I, you know, we can add vegetables to almost anything and it tastes wonderful it adds moisture um and that was something that i wanted to to touch on too so say you have an ip pack that you don't really love what are we going to do with it what can i do with this you know i've bought this and i and i don't know what to do with it ask us ask us how we can help you am i going to add less water am i going to add more water um am i going to add more ice can i make a can it make a soup can it can i bake with it? Can I add veggies? Um, can I add it in a salad? Um, you know, what do you like? What do you need? We'll help you use those up so that you're not feeling like you're wasting it. Or, um, and sometimes again, too, just trying it in a different form just takes on a whole new, um, you know, taste bud sensation. We're looking I for like ways what? to to enhance and make you enjoy your food we want you to enjoy your food we don't yeah. want you to feel that the losing phase is a sentence right it's it's really a great place to develop your love of of certain food and vegetables so we want to help you with that yeah i i think that's a really good point um this is not there's no end to the journey so it's not like we're gonna you know end this at a certain point and then go back to eating pizza and in and out burger so uh, developing these different kinds of recipes that we know that 80% of the time we're substituting cauliflower for starches and we're, you know, using yeah. almond flour instead of white flour. And we're, we're, we're suddenly learning how to do all these different things that we, we weren't taught how to do. Grandma didn't do them that way. Our moms didn't do them that way. So, but what we know now is we have the information on our blood sugar and why grandma had diabetes and hypoglycemia and had to shoot up with insulin. That was my grandma. Yeah. Um, so, um, okay, so we have a couple of questions here. Um, Patty says, do you have any canning recipes? We usually can a lot 
So I don't want to add too much canning salt when making pickles, salsa, spaghetti sauce, etc. What are your thoughts? Your canning recipes, as long as they don't have any um, unallowable ingredients. So for example, for phase one, when you're making homemade salsa, you would just exclude your onions in your homemade salsa and instead do a fresh salsa if you're using onions. Um, you absolutely, I do have canning recipes. I for sure have a pickling and, um, um, sorry, garlic dills. I do have um, up on the page. One thing about salt. So when you're on on protocol, we actually have removed a lot of the commercial salt from your diet. So the salt that you're getting from your food and salting your food, it's going to be okay. Those salted pickles or the salt, the salt that's in your canned salsa or maybe um, your beans, whatever, whatever you enjoy to can, you're going to be okay. You're not going to, uh, it's very rare that you're going to exceed a sodium amount on those items um, as we've removed the rest of commercial salt from your diet. Um, I encourage canning. We've actually talked about it many times. So we live, our, our clinic is located in the greenhouse capital of Canada. And so right now our greenhouses are up and producing fresh veggies again. And so we've actually talked about this and we actually need to execute it. We would love to do a canning class. Um, I think when you have, um, if you think of all the phase one allowable vegetables that you can can and have at your fingertips it is amazing canned homemade tomatoes are the best homemade salsa is the best my garlic dills are the best to me because you know i make what i love i i love pickled beans you can pickle your beans vinegar is you're allowed vinegar on phase one um you're allowed salt on phase one you can make really amazing things another thing is it's economical if you've never canned before, take a peek at it. And very often at secondhand stores, thrift stores, you can buy canning supplies because somebody has cleaned out their grandparents' home or their mom's home and they and they literally put canners and your jars um, in thrift stores. So it's it's a it's a and they're reusable over and over and over. You wash them and reuse. So I love canning. I encourage it. Absolutely. I get asked this question all the time about sodium. Oh my God, look at the sodium levels in the ideal protein foods. And I'm like, yeah. look at the sodium levels that you never added up in all the food you ate in a restaurant and out of packages and everywhere else. How, how do you respond to that? Because I know our program is low sodium, but then, a, you know, I'll have a client go to the doctor and the doctor will tell them, oh, geez, those products are high in sodium. How, yeah. do, how do you respond to that? Well, if we're in office, I will actually take down the products on the wall like that have listed behind me and show them how much sodium is in them compared to regular commercial foods that they were eating. And I guarantee you there is always half a third a quarter or none like sodium in there we do need sodium in our diet for basic function but when we take away our, all our pre-processed um, foods we are decreasing our sodium drastically drastically um, um, Melissa will Melissa just wrote a comment to it you know we still need about 2,000 milligrams per day and without the sugar and insulin you dump sodium with the water so it's a really important point um, I also want to speak to when you're while you're on phase one, anybody who's been on phase one or phase two, have you gone out and eaten in a restaurant 
and chosen protocol food, like, you know, say you just ordered a steak and veggie or a chicken breast and veggie, and then went home and was like, oh, I'm so thirsty. Oh, why am I so thirsty? I'll tell you why you're thirsty. It's because that whatever type of protein they had or veggies they had was was sitting in a salt brine. They were sitting they were sitting in a pre-packaged, pre pre-stored, won't go bad, sitting in salt. So if you cook that exact same meal at home, you won't get that same reaction. In fact, you probably would have had to add a little bit of salt for flavor. So um yeah, and Melissa just commented again, a lemon wafer is 75 milligrams of sodium. It is very, very low. And we still do yeah. need sodium, um, just people, not commercially packaged. People will mention about the chips to me. And, you know, I, I'm not a chip eater. I know that our, our program is low sodium. They don't they don't seem too salty to me, but you know, and and it's invariably the person that's on blood pressure meds and then four months later they're not on their meds anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so. And and you know, speaking speaking to salt, I just I just have to do it. So if you come in and say, oh, I was tired, I was dizzy, I was headachey, I was lethargic, I didn't know what was wrong with me. You probably needed some salt and water. You really did. You needed some electrolytes. So whether you had a little bit of salt on some cucumbers with water, or you had a mangosteen or tangerine, um, your body was needing some some salt was needing some hydration. So yeah. it's important. Um, so but yes, yeah, I, I like the BCAAs. They they yeah. really uh, you know give me energy and and keep me hydrated and and they taste amazing. We have um, another question here from Tammy. She says, I much prefer the Walden Farms pancake syrup. Is that okay as long as it's within its serving size? Absolutely. Yes, the Walden Farm syrups are absolutely allowable on the program. Again, just watch your serving size. I do believe the Walden Farms pancake syrup also has a generous amount. I do believe it is a quarter cup, but it's um, sister products like your caramel dip or your chocolate dip. I do believe are, is it two tablespoons? Two tablespoons. Yeah. Um, so you just need to make sure that you're just reading and understanding your labels on what a serving size is. Granular stevia, granular splenda, those types of things. Again, you need to be looking at your packaging to see what a serving size is. They count. Uh, Walden Farms creamer in your coffee, they count. Uh, any, anywhere where you're adding something that's not a whole food, you're going to be looking to it or treating it as a as an extra, as a sweetener. Um, very important um, to note that. Mints, candies, um, sugar-free ice chips, um, pure yeah. gums. You still need to track and count those as well. They, they are not freebies, and sometimes it's going to be the first place that we look. If you are chewing... 12 pieces of gum a day and saying, you know, I'm hungry. Yep. You're getting, you're getting a little bit too much in the form of sweeteners. It's keeping that, that craving going. It's important. And, and, um, sugar. and it's keeping you out of ketosis. It is. Um, you it know, is. I'm a, um, I'm a very traditional coach and the way that I was taught was there are no sugar-free gum or mints. If you need something, yeah. have some sugar-free binaca spray. We, we don't do sugar-free gum or mints. And, and the bottom line is, is every one of those gums or mints are, are a carb. So if you have they 20 are. mints a day, you have 20 carbs extra a day. 
and you times that by seven, you are not going to lose weight. And it's all over some sugar-free mints. I, I had a, a client who used to uh, suck on, he would go to these long, like six-hour meetings and, and he would suck on sugar-free candy and, and he couldn't figure out why he couldn't lose weight. And it literally was those zero candies. And it doesn't make sense because it says zero, but it's really not zero. So really understanding that. Um, Sugar-free ketchup, sugar-free barbecue sauces. Can you use them? Yes, you have to respect the serving size. And when they're not ready, and very oftentimes people forget to journal those items as well. Well, I only used a little bit, but everybody's little bit is different. Again, um, <laughs> also, um, I, when I get nervous, I say, um, and so I, I'm always worried that I'm going to offend somebody when I, when I'm about to approach a subject, water enhancers, Neos, Desani's, all those squirty things that you're putting in the water. I honestly give them a big two thumbs down. Um, they are also, they're just, they're, they're a chemical concoction and they're a sweetener. And yeah. you can't have two, three, four, six. You, you can't enhance your water with those four times a day and then have barbecue sauce and ketchup and a quarter cup of maple syrup. And why I had bad breath, so I chewed gum all day. And this program just isn't working for me. Yeah, right? exactly. And, and, and that's, why, that's why, D, as a coach, those are out. They're off the table. And, um, you know, if you want to go back to that stuff in maintenance, that's, that's your deal. But um, I, I say get away from all of those little fakey little things that are holding you up. They're not only holding you up in weight loss, they're holding you up in real life. Mm -hmm. And um, just just getting rid of those old bad habits and and move on and drink some water, put lemon in your water, lime, cucumbers, um, just drink real stuff. And yeah. and, uh, and, and, that, and that's, another that's my advice. It, it is, and it's great advice. And you know what? Uh, slicing whole lemons and limes, we don't squeeze the juice out of them. Just put them in your water, the natural essence, even from the, the rind will, will give you flavoring. Hot teas, um, your branched-chain amino acid, cold or hot, delicious. Um, and it's very flavorful, so you can use a, a little goes a long way. You can make three wonderful cups of hot branched-chain amino acids from, from one packet. Spread it out during your day. If you need your water enhanced, mangosteen, tangerine. If it's too strong, add more water, vice versa. Mix the packs together. Um, hot jello is the bomb. You don't have oh, to make it. it. You can drink your jello. Um, again, hot or cold. We always want to present ideas to you that are going to help keep you satisfied. But again, stay within, stay within protocol. Um, extras are a tough ones. And a lot of time, we're not telling you no um, to make your life miserable. We're telling you no because we are invested in you. We're invested in your success. We want you to be successful no matter what stage of the protocol you are on. The method is given to us as prescribed for a reason. They know what can slow you down. They know what will keep you out of ketosis or kick you out of ketosis. If you're eating too much fat, you're not burning your own fat. Um, it is, you know... And we're taught how to execute it, but there are people so much smarter than than I who have designed this protocol. They, we've yes. just been taught it. So mm -hmm. yep. we need to respect yep, that's, 
Absolutely. Well, mm -hmm. we have been online for an hour now. Uh, an hour with Dee goes so fast. Um, I we we hope you guys have learned a lot. Uh, you, if you're watching this in the replay, just send us your questions. Dee and I will continue to go back through and um, you know answer your questions. Yep. Thank you so much. We, you know, volumize your food, make your plate 80% vegetables. You can have a fabulous meal, every meal, use those unlimited vegetables, have a fabulous big salad at lunchtime, have wonderful vegetables at dinner time, and make that 80% of what's going on on your plate and you will feel success happening and you will get to your goal and keep watching share these broadcasts with others and be a part of the community the more you surround yourself with like-mindedness the, the the more you're going to be successful yeah. d do you have a couple of, of last words that you'd like to say sure enjoy the way that your food looks tastes and smells um Sit down at the table to eat whenever possible. Sit down, set your table nice, eat off a of nice dishes. Um, do not be on your phone or the computer. You know, put some nice background music on. Enjoy some separate time conversation. Talk about the food you're eating. Talk about what we're going to make tomorrow, what we really enjoy. Add herbs and spices to your food to make it smell appealing. It's a huge, it's a huge factor. So our our site is is it's responsible for 75% of our perception. So if something looks good, it might even taste better than it really does. So presentation is really important. Um, put your spices to real to really good use, especially when volumizing up that food. Color, color, color. Color is so important. Even if it's just little garnishing, think red radishes, purple cabbage, colored peppers, things like that. Um, they all count, even if there's just small amounts um, to spice up to the, the viewing um, beauty of your food. I was a little lost for words there. So, any, um, and if you have any questions, please ask. We will do our best to help. If you're struggling with certain foods and ways to prepare them, and we didn't even get a chance to talk about the unused veggies on our select list, so we might have to do that um, another day, talk about some of the less popular ones, how we incorporate those, how you try them. I love the question about the palmieri. You know, I was actually on Amazon seeing if I could purchase that because we, we don't have them, them yet in Canada. And... You know, I'm I'm so antsy to try them because I know that they're going to be wonderful. Um, we have to, we have to order them on Amazon. Also, they're only in Florida in the store. That's right. the only place. So yeah, and I so, ordered them online. Actually, Palmini Palmini asked me to um, to do some videos and more posts for them. So they sent me some free stuff. <laughs> so D, so D, D, uh, you can send me your address and I'll tell them to send you some. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna, we'll have to talk about those things again. And anybody who who is watching this or watching it live or in the replay, even Renee, just listening to you talk about the, the Palmieri dish that you created, you know, that inspires, you know, inspired me. I have to try that. I'm going to try it that way. It sounded so good. So it's don't Italian. be scared. 
don't be scared to share, 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 share. Even if you think somebody shared it before you or shared it in a different way or, yeah, I seen that somewhere one time. It doesn't matter. It, it, it might not be the same. It might be different. Um, you know, I was making recipes 10 years ago that I see are revived and touted as, oh, I made this new amazing recipe. And I just smile because I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been enjoying that for years. All right. You know, it's it's OK. But something that you like um, and you share it or you take a picture of it and you say, hey, you know, this is what I had today. It might pique somebody's interest to say, oh, that looks awesome. I want to do that. How did you do that? Um, again, back right. to that helping community. doesn't matter if you're a coach, a dieter, doesn't matter what phase in the, the the protocol that you're on um, many of the things that you make and create in phase one are absolutely um, building in phase two phase three phase four they can be used forever we're looking for I would rather have a chicken soup wrap any day than bread now honest 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 it's it's one of my favorites um, so looking for you know long-term long-term maintenance so share 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 no, I'm, the I'm, I'm totally with d when when we share we create community and mm -hmm. we we put something out there and then someone else puts something back and then pretty soon you know we we're helping other people help themselves and they're helping us help ourselves and we're making new online friends and sharing and and that's what this whole thing about is about is is all of this community. Okay, so everybody, if you want to belong to D's recipe group, all you have to do is type in the word recipes, and um, I am developing a new group of um, people that want to be kind of in what I'm going to call my inner circle, and um, you'll have access um, to me and um, some some different things I'm going to be doing in this uh, later in this year. Um, you can uh, just comment your email address. And if you would like me to include you, I will send you the details on my inner circle group that will be on Facebook. Um, looking forward to seeing all of you again. And tomorrow I am on with Susan Radway. And we have a great program for dieters. Um, we're going to be talking about um, maintenance, um, your long-term relationship in maintenance. Um, we're going to be talking about how we keep all of those bad habits away. And and Susan is is a um, one of the expert coaches in the U.S. And it's a real privilege for me to get to um, talk with her. So that is tomorrow. And I will be putting out a post as to the timing of that. I think it's um, around uh, 1 p.m. Uh, uh, I think it's 1 p.m. I don't know. I'll let you know. <laughs> anyway, Dee, thank you so much. And everybody, thank you for being here with us. Send us your likes, your love. Share the post. Send us your questions. We will be happy to um to uh, uh I'm, I'm sorry i'm down here reading and yes cynthia you can watch the whole thing in the replay it will be here so um talk to you guys soon bye d i always love to hang out with you thank you renee it's always a pleasure i always enjoy this forum i enjoy listening and, and watching everybody's replays even if i can't watch it live i just this is just one of my favorite um, methods of sharing ever. So I thank you. I thank you for letting me be part of it.
One of these days, Dee is going to come and we're going to cook live together. It's going to be super fun. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.